Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Straight off the block with it, Eagle Street to be specific. I peeping at you, people different. I pay my dues, you keep the difference. Welcome back to a fresh episode of Missing Curfew Up Dog. Big fella, what's up? Ooh, I just been trying to walk and swim off this fucking Thanksgiving dinner, but I just gotta keep her going. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how was your was spread? Uh, we had a good spread. We, um, I ended up roasting the turkey, smoked you it. You spread her just in half, like yeah, you said yeah, the week like before. Yeah, We fucking we cocked the spine right out of it, <laughs> and we uh, we filleted it up. Uh, it's called spatchcocked. That's what it's spatchcocked. Yes, yeah, so we spatchcocked smoked that bitch. poor fucker. Um, it was great. We uh, we had the family over. We had Christina's uh, her two sisters, uh, Jody came by him and Bex, and I, heard. Uh, I got my folks in town. So it was great. Although my mom came in, she's a little bit sick, a little under the weather. Oh no! Um, kind of went through the house a little bit. So, you know, that kind of affected it. But I tell you, I've never spent so much time sitting outside watching TV, hanging out, drinking. I'm, I'm, you know, coffee and Bailey's in the morning, followed by a quick beer in Clamato with my old man. And Did your dad uh, get to golf? Uh, he did not golf. No. That's when you but know. I tell you what he did. He worked on that house. I yeah, tell you. that's when he got. Oh, I bet. Oh, he, he loved it. Didn't he's he? just. He's been back and forth to Ace Hardware. He's for Home Depot, <laughs> he's Bed Bath and Beyond. If he had a little time, he's eh? a beauty. He's, he's a beauty. So no, he's he's been. Uh, it's been great. It's been great to have them, and I know uh, you know them getting to meet Beckham and and hang out with Izzy. It's been uh, it's been a nice time. Beckham, he's turning into a little tank. Eh? I saw a picture of you there. You had him like this. He was tits up like I was on Thursday. Loves watching sports. Yeah, he's getting big. Yeah, he likes to sit down and have a glass of vino with me. And, I think you know. he kind of looks like Christina, if you want to be honest with you right now. I think he's got, got the dark features, yeah. 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 yeah, dark eyebrows. He's got a little Brento in him. <laughs> oh, boy. Right? Oh, boy. Um, my Thanksgiving was great. I had Balboa Bay Club fucking picked her up right Saw in the members' grill. Nice little, you know what I like those? You guys have those Hawaiian rolls on Thanksgiving, those little one jammers. Oh, yeah. The King's Hawaiian rolls. Yeah. yeah. Put the turkey in there with a little gravy and mustard. I bet That's you exactly I, what we did. I bet you I one timed about, I'll be honest, 15 of those bad boys. I probably one time down the hatch on Thursday. Watch this game and up dog. 42 million people watched the Cowboys and Giants play on fucking Thursday. Wow. 42 million. 42 minute bananas. How many people do you think bet on that fucking game? I hope a lot. I did uh, I did all right this weekend. I, I did a teaser yeah. in that game. I teased her down to minus four and took the over. First tease I've done all year. Um, did you come out on top though? That's I, I the only game I bet. I, I was okay. I was gonna bet. I would have bet the the Buffalo Bills and they didn't cover. Detroit should have beat them almost outright. 
And then the last game, I didn't really know. I had, I hate Kirk Cousins. And I don't want to bet against Bill Belichick. And yeah, I'm done betting on the Vikings. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I, didn't I catch have much. Dalvin Cook too. I'm just I'm done betting on the Vikings. Yeah, they stink. They're the worst eight and two. I team hate ever. the purple unis too. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I like the LA King retros. Hate the Vikings purple. Their stadium looks sick though. Stadium looks nasty. Yeah. I got to be honest, I didn't catch much of the third one. I was pretty much in and out of that one. I, was I like, figured. I think I might have been texting you, and it was a little like, oh, he's out. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's back. Hey, I uh, guess how many people watched the 2022 edition of the Super Bowl? 110 million. 99.18 million Fuck. is what I got here up Took on the old, the old Google search. Price is right. I lost. Um, one dollar, Bob. <laughs> so, I mean, five times as much than, 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 than Thanksgiving the turkey. Okay. So, I still- feel like you get international watchers on... Uh, you know, on Turkey Day in Canada, everyone's working, right? Yeah. How many people are you know tuning in? Just the degenerates, you know, who have I, money on it and they're at work and yeah. they're like, fuck it. The funny guy, uh, Jay Onright, said his social media was like, uh, "America thanks Irving. We're here in Canada. We call it Thursday." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's pretty good." But I think you get the the people that don't watch football too on Thursday, right? You just throw it on. You know, the, the, the wives are yelling at the husband to come cook the turkey. Cut the turkey. Like, my fuck mom, off. I got money on the game. I'm Cut the turkey yourself. Totally. My right? mom says if she ever sees another football game, she's going to lose her goddamn mind. Yeah, my mom hates football. She's not too. a big football girl. My Loves hockey. Hates- we sat and watched the Oilers game last night. It was actually nice. Because right. my mom, and like your mom, she really knowledge in hockey. Surprisingly yeah, enough, right? It's like what she, she loves the young and the restless. She loves the soaps. <laughs> yeah. And she likes hockey. Young and the restless. She's not a football girl <laughs> at all. What about General Hospital? Um, used to date a girl in General Hospital. Shout out to Kelly uh, Tebow. Yeah, wow, Kelly, Kelly Tebow. Yeah, check her out. What was she a, a naughty nurse or what was she? She might have been a naughty nurse on the show. Yeah, really? she might have been she a naughty like nurse. A patient or was she a nurse? Or I, I got to be honest, I didn't really fucking watch it. I was like, <laughs> I got to be honest with you, I didn't watch it. But was that Rob Lowe's show? What was you, Rob? You Lowe? know what though? She actually talk about perseverance. I don't know how we're getting on this, but she won some like daytime award like last year. Like she's been doing it for years and she mm. won it. So I don't know how we got talking about Kelly Tebow, but check her out, fellas. Is that the one that fell through the kitchen, uh, the kitchen table one time? <laughs> no, that wasn't. That was Camille, but we won't say her last name. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. Well, good memory, bud. Yeah, Thanksgiving, you know. We had some good shakers at that house during the lockdown. Remember the one right Burke on the beach? Right on the beach? Yeah. It was great. Oh, um, I miss those days. <sighs> me too. Bud. Me yeah, too. totally. Speaking of missing those days, Super Wednesday wasn't quite as super as it used to be. Yeah, I did end time. up at a pretty good party in CDM. Did you? Yeah. After, uh, you know, we got to hang out with... I saw you at Rothschilds. Yeah, and then um, we went and saw... I saw Shaddy and the Ducks and the Rangers, actually. Country I Club? A, I had a good chat with uh, the captain, the killer of the Rangers. Good guy. Truba. Truba. I had a good chat with Truba at the... Yeah, know, yeah. I was talking to Jimmy... Country Club. I was talking to Jimmy VC real quick, and I, I didn't even Great know... Kid. I didn't know they were there until I saw Zabana Jetty. I'm like... When I was like I, he was the only guy I recognized. <laughs> Just because of his hair and he's all greased up. I'm there's, like, yeah, the there's is only one Savannah Jet. Is that just Savannah over there? Yeah, DJ. Looked like DJ slash guy that just rips one tease from the half wall. The Rangers are in one. We'll get into that. But um, Jim, by, by the way, Jimmy VC. Jimmy VC. Three PTOs. I know. I you, said I had four, but. Did you have four? Keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> he might. I mean, the whole team is not playing. Now he's playing first line minutes, too. I said, listen, that's, all you got to do is just continue to just grind, get your foot fucking in the right squad, right position, and. You know, they are struggling. I saw Coach, uh, you know, Turk's interview last night. It's not oh, perfect. I thought you were going to say you saw Turk at Country Club. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. That would have been unreal. The Rangers are sitting right now fifth in the Metro. I mean, when you get handed your the, the first regulation win by the Ducks. Did the Ducks beat them? The Ducks beat them. 
that night. Yeah, Super Wednesday, the Ducks won their first regulation game against the New York Rangers. That's tough. <laughs> the Ducks should go full tank mode and go for Connor Bedard. No? 100%. They should trade everyone. Gibby, Chatty, I love you. I hope I don't want you to get traded with Fowler. They should trade everyone. Everyone I'm sure right it's now. it's talked about. Yeah, there might What well. else do you want to talk about? The weather, that's about it yeah. if you're playing for the Ducks. Hey, nice day, hey, boys. How are the greens? <laughs> what you guys do on your day off? I went to the beach. Uh, I played some pickleball. That's about all they got to talk about. I know, I know. It's unfortunate because they're, they're, you know, they're a team here. I'll tell you what, it's the Ryan Getzlaff factor again. You know what I mean? I know we're biased here at Missing Curfew, but you take Getzy out of that locker room. Big time. I mean, other than that, what else has changed on their team, really? Um, and there's no Nick Delorier, too. Yeah, there's no toughness. There's just... Um, it's a little bit of a run and gun show and not so much guns as the run. Yeah. And their, their goal differential minus 36. That's tough to Who's fuck leading up. the green jacket on their squad. Pull that up. I don't know. Good question. That'd be funny. Let me guess. What do you think? The What do you think it's I'm at? I'd say minus 22. <laughs> you might be right. Huh? I'm going to guess it's a defense because they play more minutes. I'm going to say it's uh Kulikov. I, well, I say minus 22. After 22 uh, I'm going to say minus, tw- minus uh, 22. I'm going to say minus 14. This is going to be funny. Dun. What's the Jeopardy? Uh, what, what's dun. the Jeopardy? Dun. Final Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, let's see this. It was a D-man. I'm sorry, Cooley. It wasn't Cooley. Cooley's minus five. Oh, so John then. Klingberg. He's minus, minus 12. 12. That's just, well, we're halfway yeah. there. We're, we're minus 22. <laughs> 20 games. Please, boy, played. He missed a couple of games in your defense. So I mean, that's, that's still, that's unacceptable. <laughs> Zegers minus six. That's not bad. Z's got 20 PIMS. I think he might be leading the team in PIMS. No, Max Comtois, 44. But, ah, all right, Ducks. Come Ducks on, hang in there. I, but I think they should get in the Connor Bernard uh, sweepstakes. Yeah, um, as they should. We got it on right here. World Cup. USA versus Iran up uh, Binger and Max here going nuts. I want to talk about Canada. God up dog. They just Belgium. They had him. I was watching that big Canyon with my boy franchise. They had him. They missed a penalty kick, found a way to lose. And then I woke up early on Sunday morning to watch the game against Croatia. And they come out. Davy scores a sick header two minutes in. And then it looked like us playing against the roller hockey boys in August when we weren't quite in shape. Right or or the wings of the early 2000s. Or the wings of the early 2000s. Um, it was Chris. They were snapping around Croatia. Crispy rice. Just Croatia. They're you could tell those guys fuck. They're they were good. They're good hair on those. Yeah, great odds right now on DraftKings to bet Croatia to win too. I don't know. They got a you know, obstacles to to climb, but their performance against Canada. Canada was a great team. Yeah, After going in, they were good. They you know asking betters, you would have thought they would have came out of the round. Um, you know, it's it's tough. Penalty kick, missing a penalty kick, like you just said, early in the tournament. That's like a fucking, that could be a big a big blow. He went with the left-handed, he went left yeah. with his left foot, left-handed, yeah. left foot, low shot. I was like, go right foot, geez, no, like rip well, that I mean, baby. Maybe that, like Lionel Messi's a lefty too. It's like, sometimes that's their foot. Yeah, you I know? don't know. This didn't look like his foot. It did not. <laughs> it looked like. It looked like my it, foot. It looked like my foot from yeah. the couch there. But it was, <laughs> listen, I told, you know, I told Binger before the show that I've been, I've been loving the World Cup. And you speak about DraftKings. I'm two for two on draws. I took Germany against USA as a draw, and I took Spain against, uh, sorry, I took USA, England, Spain, Germany as draws. Yeah. They both hit at like plus 280. Well, I so was on the wrong thing. side of the England, USA one. Who'd you take? I bet over. <laughs> What's the over, one and a half? Uh, the over was uh, one and a half. Yeah. It was over a half in the first quarter. Of course, I take that. Nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, but then, you know, 
England's supposed to be good. They were, they were like asleep. USA played the fucking old Jacques Lemaire. The, yeah, the one eight back. Eight back. They weren't even forechecking. When the game started, I'm like, I like my chances here. They were just kind of just sitting back. England went D to D on one play about 20 times up. Just D to D, D to D, and, and USA didn't even move. If you were to play one position in soccer, what would it be? The one that doesn't run the most. What position is that, Binger? Goalie. Goalie, goalie. No, I don't want to be goalie. Forward. I don't want to be goalie, but I like a D man, right? I the think right the, mid, the midfields run the most. Yeah, I think Obes. I think Obes would Midfielders be a center back, and I think you would be a left or right winger. I'll tell you center what back, I used I to like be. That. I, I like think that. you'd be the brick wall, and I think Uppy be the the runner on the side. I used to be a striker, Binger. All right? That's what I was. I was a striker. I used to take corner kicks, and I would fucking. You know. We're not going to be on the pitch next week playing soccer against Binger, are we? Yeah, <laughs> we might have to get on the say, pitch. I feel a better. Let's another, do a shootout. Uh, Binger versus the fellas coming on here. Let's we'll in, in net, and we get to, to rip them from the fucking top too. circle. Let's, I'm just finally, off of the box. I'm just finally not stiff, boys. Let's, let's give her a fucking day. Our shoulder's still in one. I bathed myself in CBD for a week straight. <laughs> everywhere, even up the hoop everywhere. I was just putting I'm finally back. Nice. And my elbow feels good. Well, that's good. Yeah, fucking home run derby took a lot out of me. You left it all out on that field, buddy. You left it all on that field. So Canada's out. It's unfortunate, but, you know, there's a tweet by someone back home. I forget who it was. Like, we hadn't been in the World Cup for 40-some years. Like, I think we should just be happy that we're in there. We're heading in the right direction. I don't like that mentality. It's a loser mentality. Isn't it? It's a fucking loser mentality. Do you think that's what they want to hear? I don't think so. I don't know what they're they competitors. Want. They don't know what they're. Yeah, but still, you fly all the way to fucking guitar Mars. <laughs> it looks like Mars over there, by the way. It does. It does. But you, you fly all the way over there. You can get a beer in the hotel, though. Speaking right? Speaking of flying all the way over there, <laughs> <laughs> you can have to come right back. You can get a beer over there, right? Like in the hotel. Ah, fuck. That's a good question. You got to be able. Like after they lost that heartbreaker to fucking Croatia, I'm sure there was beers back at the hotel for them. I don't think they sell alcohol in public. I in think public. That's, that's what I think it is too. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird, weird world over there. <laughs> really weird. But you notice there hasn't been any shenanigans at the games because people are getting in there drunk and by the time they leave, they're sober. So there hasn't been like a drunk English guy fighting. Yeah. Them, you know, it's funny, but you're not allowed to drink in these English premier games. You're not allowed to bring your beer to the to the seat. You guys know that you mm -hmm. sort of shotgun. You can only drink in between intermissions, and you got to go down to your seat, no beer. Ah, uh, that's probably for the same reason. Same reason. So these boys don't start just chucking them. Throwing beers at everyone. <laughs> like like at the Waste Management Open when the guy gets the hole in one. It's just a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> there was a good hockey fight rally put on dads somewhere back Where home. the guy knocked himself out. Yeah. On was, the glass. Yeah. Epic. Where was that? It looked I don't like know, some but it shitty was old barn. Couple uppercuts, this, that. They back off. It's all good. And the guy gets tough and whacks himself on the glass <laughs> and knocks himself out. Some guys just don't fucking get it. Oh, up dog. All right, boys, we'll be, we'll be right back. <laughs> um, welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Some guys up dogs, they just don't I fucking mean, get it. Eh? That's when you wake up and you're like, what just happened? <laughs> well, you knocked yourself out on the glass and your kid's playing like right there. Like you look like a donkey. I went to one kid's game when I went back for Christmas before COVID and I was the intensity out of the parents. It's crazy to me. Yeah, I can see how you can get in a fight like with another guy's parents or same team, opposite team. I wonder if it's escalated, like you know the way like the yeah. world's escalated and feel. As hockey moms like and the craziness is it still is it? It's probably all time crazy. I think it's probably higher. I just remember my dad used to stay way up in the corner by himself well, with his two buddies that he liked. They would stay way away. This Thank is God. actually good for curfew calls. Tell us your hot, your craziest minor hockey, like hockey mums, hockey crazy parents story. I'm sure there's tons. Right? I'm sure there's tons. Well, my buddy, shout out to Derek Smith. He coaches the Wellington Dukes. Yeah. Uh, absolute beauty, all-time beauty, Smitty. And, and just dealing with parents at that level, right? He's like, it's it, the whole, 
hardest part of the job maybe is dealing with the parents that the kids aren't playing and they're got to talk to their agents. You got to do this and that. It's like a full-time gig. Did you see the interview with uh, Quentin Hughes where he was like, uh, he was talking about how every crazy hockey parent in Toronto thinks their kid's going to make the NHL. And he's like, he's like, okay, okay. Like, <laughs> you're like, it's hard, not, it's hard to make the show. There's so many crazy hockey parents in Toronto. He, he's talking about Toronto. And I think that like greater area of all those programs and stuff. He's like, every parent thinks their kids in the NHL. There's the psychopaths. No, he's like, I'm sorry to break it to you, but you're not going to be, you know, it, it's even harder than we made now. Like yeah. there's people from Scottsdale, California. I mean, the greatest American born player right now is from Scottsdale. Like it's so hard to make the NHL. Ben. And I think every parent does believe that. I don't know. I mean, I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know I had a chance until I got to American League. Then I was like, all right, I got I can, I got this. I no, got a chance sure. anyways. But. Uh, yeah. Um, speaking about got a chance, nobody had a chance in the fucking top titty this week because <laughs> it was a Thursday top titty turkey day. We, uh, yeah, it was we, tucked away. We, get, we didn't do her. Um, they left her on the shelf. Left her on the shelf. We left her on That's the shelf. It's funny because... There's no games. There's a lot of games Friday, but there's always games Thursday. So we're back at it, though. But <laughs> it was nice to miss a top titty and not be our fault. I agree. Right? Whose fault was that? It was nice. It was nice yeah. that it wasn't I our think, fault. Uh, Chalk it up to the holiday. Yeah. Chalk it up to everyone just getting a little turkey. When do them. people start drinking eggnog? You know what I blame? I blame Super Wednesday. Super yeah. Wednesday gets everyone, not just me ups. It gets everyone. I agree. Super Wednesday and turkey and you just... Pretty, t- you're pretty like, drunk. I was supposed to do something. Fuck, top titty. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're back at this... Um, let me look at here real quick. Ups. We're back this Thursday. Um... We got lots of games ups. Lots of games. We got, um, give me one sec here, boys. Yeah, that's okay. There we go. We got Avalanche Sabres, Preds Devils, Lightning Flyers, Knights Penguins. Ooh, that's a good game there, up dog. Hurricane against your St. Louis Blues, Oilers against the Wild, the Connor Bernard Ducks against the Stars, Montreal, Calgary. Holy fuck. Panthers, Canucks, Capitals, Kraken, Coyote Kings. So there you go. Thursday top titty. Get back in it. We're going to break it down. Nice. What, ga- what game jumps out to you there? I- Golden Knights pens jumps out to me as a I'll must watch. I'll tell you what's going to be an offensive onslaught is this Avalanche Sabres game. Yeah, good call. Right? That's a great call. Or, I mean, you want to see a, a good tight scoring match? Two good teams, Hurricanes at Blues. Hurricanes at Blues will be a nice, yeah, right? yeah, nice checking. Capitals cracking. Say what you want, man. The Kraken can score, buddy. They they go. They can play offense. They, yeah, they go. Yeah, I had dinner so, with Schwartzy the other night. It was it was a good time. We went to nice. Cannery. Uh, me and the big guy uh, had a great great chat. Um, good to see him doing well. His team's good. Yeah. He likes his young squad. He's the uh, um, what's that kid's name? Number ten, Burners. Maddie Beniers. Beniers. Kick a fly. He's yeah. He's buzzing. And he's got like. Did you say he's a good kid? He's a great yeah. He's a great kid, and he's like he's buttoned up. What like does that mean? Like he's a pro. It doesn't say yeah, too much. Like he's, he's a buttoned up, like young kid. Like the, and, and you just gotta, like, I like the way he plays. He's to me, he cares about both ends of the rink. Yeah. Um, but also like just see when he gets the pockets, you know, he has that jump too, right? When he's he gets it, he scored against the ducks. People. In fact, I told my dad watching the game the other night, I'm like, watch this kid. Number 10 Schwartzy loves the way he plays. He's almost like a little Schwartzy. Like Schwartzy was had that. Really you love Schwartzy's game. You're always, you're always pumping Schwartzy's tire. Yeah. He scored 12 goals in their playoff run. No, he's 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 a smart player. You're right. You're right. I just think a team's a better a, a better team with a kid like Schwartzy, like on your second line, who can play up and down the lineup. But this Berniers kid, anyway, I'm like, Dad, watch this kid play. Next shift, he's in front of the net, right spot. Boom, gets a rebound, put it past Gibby. You know, he's good players in the right spots. Speaking about good players in the right spot, last night, Maddie Kachuk in Edmonton. We're going to get to his return here tonight, Calgary. He's standing in front of the net. They're booing him in Edmonton. 
Let me ask you this. Why in the fuck would you boo him in Edmonton? You wanted him to stay in Calgary? Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Like, what are you fucking Edmonton Oilers fans thinking up there? They just hate him because they just hate him. I would have cheered him. I would have been like, yeah, fucking yeah, hey, yeah. Matty. Totally. But anyways, turnover, puck goes right to him, scores the goal, and what does Matty Kachuk do? He gives him the old... How are you? Kobe Bryant used to do this or whoever used to do this. What was that, fella? What was that, fella? So talk about puck going to good players. That's the same as Matty Kachuk. Yeah. And if you go the net up, like we talk about, yeah. it's going to come to you eventually. I think Nurse just put it right on his twig, right? Nurse. Nine bananas. I tell you what, that, just while we're on that game quick, and we'll talk yeah. about Matty Kachuk here in a, in a second, yeah. but uh, they never count the Oilers out. They were down, I think, 5-1 against the New York Rangers last week, came back, won the game in overtime. They are down, uh, well, first they were up, and a couple penalties called late in this game against Florida last night. Florida ties it. Florida goes ahead. Edmonton, five seconds left. McDavid you know, lines up behind Dreisaitl in the O-zone. He goes to the right spot. It's crazy, but the good players go in the right spots. He goes behind the Florida centerman. This, like, that was his first effort, right? Not at the puck, behind the centerman. Comes to him. He no-looks back to Bouchard, who's on his one tee as a righty, and he just buries it. He's got a bomb. And that Spencer Knight had played a, the game of his life. And sure enough, boom, 4-4, goes to overtime, first shift, two-on-one. McDavid, Dreisaitl scores Corn dogs. How are you? Corn dogs. Corn dogs. I mean, without those two guys on that team, they're, yeah. There's been a lot of people saying, I, I heard Mike Commodore was on, I think, Andrew Raycoff's podcast, and he said they'd be an American League team if they didn't have Dry Settler. If they took Dreisaitl and McDavid off their team, they'd be an American League team. I, I know. So people, it's, just it's not just us shitting on the Oilers. It's everyone shitting on the Oilers is the point being. But uh, Panthers-Vancouver, Thursday night top titty up dog, that might be a game where, you know, there's going to be some points too because the Canucks – they just refuse to play defense. They just refuse to play defense. So, um, fellow Fridays, moving to fellow Fridays here, up dog, real quick. Um, I am two and zero in the fellow Fridays. The Red Wings won a shootout thriller for me last night. You continue to be one and zero. Mother Nature, cost you. That's true. Denver could not get to Nashville because it was fucking snowing a in there. A little like snowy it, town. It was fucking dumping on them. In I guess. Smashville, it was, or in Denver. In Denver. Wow, that means there's a lot of snow up in Aspen. That's they could, good. They couldn't get it. Um, so anyway, do I get to pick two this week? Or? There's only three games on Friday. I know. You go first, buddy, because you know Mother Nature snowed you out. Um, uh, well, listen, got? Mother Nature again doesn't doesn't really play uh, fair up in this town. <laughs> but I'm going to take the Winnipeg Jets. Jets are good, dude. Against the Blue Jackets, Jets. the Blue Jackets are going to go in there just going, <laughs> "What are we doing here?" And then you know. Winnipeg gets their own home bar in the hot tub in their dressing room. <laughs> little small, tight, packed, fucking, it's a, sh- you know, tough place to play. Tough. Hey, tough shout out bar. to Rick Bonus. I know you love Bonesy. Bonesy. I, he's come in there and changed the culture, man. Like, I saw a little clip of him after the game the other night where, you know, he's doing his speech and it's like, great road trip, fellas, and this and that. Like, you can, you know, he's like, the next game we're playing for first place in the Central. You can, like, Bonesy brings that emotion to that team and, and it, it's, it's changed their dressing room. I love that pick. I'm going to go with the New York Islanders against the Nashville Predators. The Islanders are buzzing. They are 15 and 8. It's crazy. It's crazy. And they, they still need a little offense. I mean, Patty Kane. Does Patty Kane want to go play in Long Island? No, what's the We got the rumor mill coming up here shortly. T- we'll I'm, talk about it. I'm telling you, that if they throw Patty Kane in their lineup, Barzell's addition machine. I got the Preds against, I got the Islanders against the Preds, and the Updogs got the Winnipeg Jets against the Blue Jackets. Lock of the night, Fella Fridays. 
Updog, uh, we talk about toughness a lot on this podcast. Your boy, Ryan Reeves, got traded last week from the New York Rangers to the Minnesota Wild. First, your thoughts on that and just kind of tease it with Oilers again. Why not the Oilers go out from? Is it the Vander Kane factor that they don't want those guys in the same dressing room? Like, I thought Reeves would be a great fit in Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. You know, so this is this is the thing. Obviously, Revo comes with a little bit of a cap hit for for a type of guy like that. So he's not going to be the right player on any te- on every team. Uh, I'll tell you one thing: in seeing and chatting with a couple of these New York Rangers, and it wasn't one of their guys; it was someone else. There's a lot of guys on that team that are upset. I bet a lot of guys questioned why you know were, were upset enough to not go for for a beer or Super Wednesday. Um, to me, you get rid of a guy who's a you know not only a fan favorite, but a guy that sticks up for your teammates, a guy that's well liked in the room. Um, it can mess up the chemistry. I, I sometimes I don't understand it, Obes. You couldn't be more right now. Their fourth line is Sammy Blay, a guy I love, Barkley Goudreau, and Julian Gauthier, okay. who I believe is a first round pick, but I'm not even entirely sure about that. So you know they got speed. You know the New Jersey Devils play with speed. The York Islanders have been playing well. Pittsburgh Penguins are a team that you know you're going to have to match their skill. Is there a spot for Revo when they're not playing like the Washington Capitals and Tom Wilson or? or Tom Wilson's coming back, by the way. He's coming back. And he could be the happiest guy in the world. Yeah. A, that he's coming back, and now there's no Revo. Willie's like, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. I mean, to me, I was shocked when they traded him to Minnesota. And for Minnesota, they're kind of going, and I love Billy Guerin. You know, let's look at their lineup here. They're they're going with kind of an old-school mentality of Jordan Greenway, Marcus Foligno, who's fought Revo a couple times. Yeah. Now you throw Revo in there. I love this kid, Mason Shaw. So maybe the Wild are saying, Billy Guerin and your boy Dean Everson are saying, let's turn the clocks back here and see yeah. if we can maybe muscle our way to a, to the playoffs and see what can happen. Did I tell you about uh, when I was in junior, Dean Everson, what we'd do for workouts? Where we used to have like the heavy bag and we'd wrap a jersey around it <laughs> yeah, and we used yeah. to come in and fucking grab. <laughs> it would be part of the circuit. That's unreal. Like you get squats, lunges, you do some bench and then- <laughs> You just grab it. And you grab the jersey on the heavy bag and you just work it. <laughs> So he's a, t- he's a tough coach. Well, like, he wants t- tough guys. Are they getting beat up? Is that their... I mean, they, they, have, a, they have a team now. They've been banged up. They're starting to get healthy. Ryan Hartman, I love the way he plays. He's still hurt. I know. But so I love his, him. He, his shoulder, I think, popped Hartman's out. still hurt. Yeah. So when you get Hartman back, you take Sam Steele off that top line. I don't know. Is it that this might be a fucking typo. Sam Steele between Kaprizov and Zuccarella? I don't may, Maybe. Um, but then you throw Hartman there, up dog, and you go Hartman, Goudreau, Eckerson X down the pipe. Revo playing with Felino right now. I mean, this line here is Felino, Eckerson, X, and Revo was a third line. Like, you want to play against those guys all night? No. Um, I just want to tip my cap to Revo, who in his first game, and I'm trying to pull this up. I think it was on Sunday. Um, against the, yeah, Coyotes. Revo had, let's go to this box score here. He was plus one. He played like 14 minutes. He was a guy like he was, uh, I On think he might, have had, he might have had an assist. This is the Coyotes. Ryan Reeves was one, plus one, his shot on goal, three hits, 15 minutes in ice time. Buddy. See, you get that like new vibe, new team. There's nothing, like going to a, there's nothing like going to a new team Probably when, you're, a first when you're like, all right, fresh, clean slate here. Like, you know, the coach doesn't remember all the fucking stupid penalties they took. Now to- Kaprizov can do whatever he wants. Absolutely. Right. This Minnesota Wild team, I'll say between them and Nashville, and then you could put Calgary in there probably because they got Luch, are the three toughest teams in the NHL. I mean, it's a great move by Billy Guerin. To me, if Edmonton had a chance at it, 
and Evander Kane. I'm sure if you told us Kane, I'll take him on my team. I mean, there, there had been guys you played with that you didn't like, and once they come to your team, like for me, it was I'll go back to the minors. Zen and Kanopka fought him three times a year before when he's in Utah. We signed him. I try to hate him. Two days in, I love this guy. I'm like fucking because one of my best friends. Like I think Kane and Revo yeah. could have got over it, right? That is uh, that's something in hockey that's. I don't know if it's unexplainable yeah. or what it is, but you're right. You wear the same jersey, you come in, you battle for each other. It takes no longer than one, usually one practice or one game or a lunch or a beer to get over yeah. history. Usually a night out. Those two guys, though, I don't know, bro. They hate each other. They hate each other. And I mean, it, it's personal. To me, it's personal. I, and the topic had to have been brought up to Kane and McDavid. To me, if Revo was on the blocks... Kenny Holland would have had a conversation with you had to the think. coach and with the two, with the leaders and with Kane, because Kane being out and then with limited toughness, Revo filling that spot. Like, I don't even know if they could afford him one, but that's a fucking good point too. I don't know. What's Revo making two bananas or something like yeah, that, or a little bit less probably over that. Yeah. Revo's making 1.75. So, you know, when you look at the Oilers, God, you'd like to think they could fit that in there, can't they? <laughs> With the team they got, you got to think they're fucking... There's no way they can, though. They have no cap space at all. None, right? None. None. I would have given them fucking Pugliarvi. There you <laughs> Projected go. cap space, zero. <laughs> I would have I went Revo for Pugliarvi straight up. Go take him off our hands. There's no way New York wants that. No, I know, but... Yeah, you're you're right. You're, right? I'm not going to rip you every again. I rip, no, him, I, I rip him every week. But Revo, good luck in Minnesota. That's a big trade for them. I like what they're building. No one's going to fuck around with them. Speaking of fucking around, our boy Matty Kachuk will be fucking around tonight at the Saddle Dome. I am going to tune into this game. I'm going to take the Panthers because I think Matty's going to go in there and just do his thing, and he's going to win a hockey game. But he's going to hear it, isn't he? He's going to hear it. He's going to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he deserves to. But I mean, like he did, he did. It's nice to be the most hated guy on the ice. Yeah. <laughs> he did go to Brad Tree Living and say, hey, Brad, I don't want to be here anymore. Here's your opportunity. They're free and boot. <laughs> yeah, but you got Huberdor and Uyghur and a fucking first rounder. Remember, what was the, for like a first rounder? So like, it's not yeah, like he, he just. got lots back, but. He could have just stayed there and, and did the Johnny Hockey and said, look, my balls, I'm going to fucking Florida and you get nothing. I don't know. I, people in Cowtown, if I, I would, I don't I, know if they're that smart. <laughs> I don't know if they look at that whole deal and go, "Yeah, he really did us a favor." They're probably like, "Fuck this guy!" Like, you know what? They're like, he doesn't want to play. I don't give a fuck what we got for him. Well, no, he's gonna he's, he's gonna get booed, isn't he? He's getting booed, but you know, he'll there'll be a cheer, there'll be a lot of booze. That I, that'll be the uh, thing. Yeah. He's gonna they'll have a lot of warmth, and yeah, there'll be a spot in their heart for him. But then he's getting booed. He's gonna get Every a, time he touches the puck, it's boo. He's going to get a video tribute. So they'll probably give him a clap for that. Yeah, and it'll, then, it'll be a standing ovation, but he's getting booed when he touches the puck. Does that make sense? That makes sense. But I, I would not boo him. I'd go the other way. I'd kill him with kindness. Don't. Just, what would Princey do? <laughs> Princey. I don't know. Princey's. Like where it? is Princey? Mexico. <laughs> Princey, where are you? Text the boys. Text the boys. Uh, he's going to get booed, but I think he has a big game in there tonight. Uh, your boy, speaking, we got a lot of your boys on the show today. Rob, Rob Bertuzzo, we talked about the Edmonton Oilers last week. I sat right in this very studio with you, and I fucking ripped him. I ripped him so hard that Lupo in Thailand even noticed it because I uh, had a few drinks with Loops on Sunday. He's like, fuck you, not be like the oil have it, eh? I'm like, well, you saw what happened. He saw what happened. Bobo goes to the net. It was great. The guy, in the, the guy in the, doing the game goes... In Bertuzzo's defense, he was a little out of his element here. <laughs> yeah. Bob was taking, yeah, going in one on one with the goalie from the corner. Yeah, yeah, like, he had nowhere to go. He, I don't think he was trying to bury Vasilevsky, but the response 
to Oilers third and fourth line guys that I ripped and guys that when you're turned on on the fly and you see this, that's what you're supposed to do. When yep. your star player gets hit, you go in a wolf pack mentality and you just start chucking and you don't <laughs> ask a fucking question till the I ref agree. pulls you off. Yeah, it was great. Though every guy in their lightning team dropped their gloves. There's gloves everywhere. Every guy. Yeah. Hey, Bobble, poor Bobble. I love you, Bobble, but he's just down there getting fucking drilled. Did you talk to him about it? Did he no, I loved it. Yeah, 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 we did talk. And it was actually, I had dinner with Schwartzy after two. We were just, we were dying. But it's, um, you got to feel good if you're a Tampa Bay Lightning guy, whether you're Vasilevsky on the on the ice or you're Stamkos who's jumping on the pile yeah. or you're Patty Maroon who's jumping Shurgan on the pile. Chef after Bobo, who their buddies. Shurgachev was in there. But everyone on the bench, you just know that you're on the right team, wearing the right jersey when that's the reaction. And that's... When ying happens and that's yang, that's what you want. <laughs> a little ying and yang. Uh-huh. A little ying and yang. Like Absolutely. A, like a read and react. That is just our best player got hit. All five of us, let's go. And that's, to me, I'm going gonna, gonna to give a lot of credit to John Cooper, but also Stammer, Pears, Big These guys that have set the way. That have set the culture here and said, this is what we're going to do. And let's not forget, 88 is their meal ticket still, right? Yes. Fuck. Like, I love Brian Elliott. Moose has been playing good when he gets in there, but. The big 88 goes down, you know, now it's trouble. So they did give him a five, but they retracted it to the two. You knew that. I was watching. It's not yeah, live. I did not know that, but I, I know that Bobo didn't do it on purpose. He was just I caught between but the he sh- got. They gave him five right off the hop. Yeah. He and was, then in the bench. And he, he was in the box, not making a sound, because I don't think he knew if what he did was that wrong. But then the replay really shows him. He, he tried to get out of the way. He was caught between the shit and the stink. Yes, he was. He was just like, right oh, he tank. was going so fast and had a guy, Shurgachev, on his back. And he saw, and he was just probably like, uh-oh. Yeah. And he just kind of put his head down and whatever happens, happens. Baba was not running. Baba was not a dirty player. I love that guy. Oh, he, but the men- he's a little dirty. But the mentality of the, the Lightning, there's many reasons why they got two cups. That's one of them. I don't care what anyone says. Um, our boy, John Tortorella, is back in it again. He called the league young dumb. Like we used to say, young, dumb, and full of cum. <laughs> <laughs> hey, towards young, dumb, full of cum, eh, bud? He said, mistakes are made all the time. You just learn to live with it. I say, Torx, give your fucking balls a tug and keep these boys responsible. No. Yeah. He's saying mistakes are okay. I know he is. John I, Tortorella. I, yeah, but how funny is it? Have you had a chance to watch a game of Pitter lately, your old man? <laughs> I'll get enough over the hall. Because I'm watching, I'm watching my dad hockey with watch my dad, hockey. and I'm like, I, I kind of laugh, and he knows exactly what I'm laughing about, and he's like, he's like, A, you would have got your head knocked off if you tried to play like that back in the day. Mm-hmm. B, you, for more reasons than not, would, would have your line mates going, what in the, like, why am I now back-checking for you trying to do something so stupid exactly. on the ice? So it's not only the coaches that have to like deal with this, it's other players. Like imagine, you know, Sid the kid, and, and it's funny when Malkin, you know, Malkin, shout out to Malkin who has a thousandth game and the whole team did that, right? Did we talk about that last yeah, week? Yeah, the stretch. The stretch. But like Malkin, when he talked about, you know, I'm not going to dump the puck or I go back to Russia, like that sort of like, <laughs> yeah. okay, that's yeah. Malkin. Yeah. You got three cups, you, you have that swag, you, that's how you play. You're not everyone's Malkin coming in this league. Fuck no. They act like they are right away. And the coaches and to, to Torts's, you know, defense, he has to treat like all these kids the same way. No, he doesn't. He just chooses to. I, I know. But like, <laughs> uh, other than that, it's no, he's, he's different a, world. He's admitting it. Torts, if you're listening, don't get soft on me. Now you used to call <laughs> me in your office and fucking rip me every day. What are you doing, Torts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just different. The world. mistakes are fucking, I mean, I keep talking about two goal leads. 
I think there's been like you know over 80 two goal leads given up. Well, guys can score at will now, and there's no. I'm watching yeah. the Oilers come back the way they do, and you got the two best players in the world on the ice. But the, the a lot of guys can just score at will, given the fact that there's mistakes, or they just play through the mistakes that well that they can score, and that's the league we're in right now. I know. We're in the league of of high skill, high speed, score more than the other team to win, not keep the puck out of your net to win. Yeah, yeah everyone that's, talks. That's about exactly it. what it is. And we're old, we're not even that old. Well, you know, might be not even forty. <laughs> but a lot of the guys who talk hockey on TV are a little older than us. So yeah. they're they've been talking and witnessing this from from a media standpoint and how they give their their persona or their perception of the whole thing. They've just watched this go on for years and years. Yeah. We're we're now just like coming out of the game, going, "This is fucking crazy." And, and <clears throat> Torts is just a prime example because he speaks his mind. But like Craig Berube does the same thing, and you know Paul Maurice, play, you know, watching his Florida Panthers give up, you yeah. know, late late uh, victories like that. It's just it's a full thing. I, I think it's got to come more from. You know, and Torch talked about their leadership at the start of the year. Like, do we have a captain? He said, we're not even fucking close to naming captain. Like, I think when you see teams like Tampa and these young guys jump in and play the right way, I think it's because the leadership group that we just talked about, they're like, hey, don't fucking turn that puck over there. I agree. Right? If, if it comes from a guy like you who played 700 games, you're like, hey, Binger, get that fucking thing deep there or fucking like fuck off kind of thing, right? Like yeah. that has more of an impact than Torch coming down the bench and being ripping you. But I still say at the end of this day, if I would have known that I could have made mistakes with John Tortorella and A, he wasn't going to bench me and B, he wasn't going to light me up in front of the fucking room, I, I would have went to my backhand and tried to make a little play, yeah. see if I could get him, you know. Oh, oh. You'd have a few more highlights on YouTube. I have a few more minuses too. <laughs> I have a few more minuses. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Torts, I love you, buddy. Keep her going. Don't don't get soft on me, Torts. You don't get soft on me. Bruce Boudreaux take a lot of heat. The other night they're playing, um, they're, getting the sh they're, they're kicking the shit out of the Knights, 5 nothing or something. I, I took the Knights, so I know all about it. But anyways, there's a whistle. It's Horvat, Miller, and another veteran guy, and they're just sitting there, and Bruce Boudreaux has to say, get the fuck up and give this guy a hand. Yeah, get, tap your sticks. Tap your sticks. There are listeners out there for you. That, when a guy fights and he's getting out of the box, you fucking stand up on the bench and you fucking... Out of boy, up dog. Good fucking tilt. Out of baby. Come on, boys. Let's get going here. Yes. Come on here. That's what you do. Yeah. How hard's that? Yeah. You even cheer the other guy on. <laughs> yeah, well got, done, boys. Yeah, you got pumped, but I want to show up. Fuck well it. done. Nice <laughs> shiner. Meet you for a beer after. No, it's just hockey. It's hockey. You get up, you you thank your guys for going to war, and you acknowledge them, and they come and sit down. And you go, God, your face looks like you just got smoked. You know? <laughs> How many you get you with? You got to hit you yeah. a few. Eh? Any of those stinger? You Did know? I get them? I don't know about that. <laughs> Did I win that one, boys? Fuck. You showed up, Obsey. What did you show up there? <laughs> I'd like to think that maybe because they're in Vegas, the. Maybe they were staring at chicks in the crowd. Is that the only pass I'm going to give them here? Yeah. But even, I'm just joking, but I don't know. When you're a leadership group, and I love JT Miller, I love the way he plays, and I, I like to think that maybe he was just daydreaming or something, but you got to get up for your boys. Yeah. I know fighting's not as big as part of the game, but you got to give these boys some love. So good, good on Bruce Boudreaux and people in Vancouver. Fucking lay off him a bit. Like, it's not Bruce's fault, and they're starting to play better. They're one point out of a playoff spot right now. Wow. One point out. The Vancouver losing eight in a row. I'd like well, to see like their the records. Uh, I'm going to give a missing curfew bump. I'd like to, if Princey wasn't in Mexico drinking fucking skinny margs right now, we may be going to pull this up. Um, their record since we put them on the milk carton here at missing curfew. We, I think it's been pretty good. Uh, yeah. I'll well, take a look at it. Yeah, right up dog. This guy fucks. All right, buddy. This guy fucks. Um, Jamie Ben. Jamie Ben has 24 points in 22 games. He's out there playing without a visor on. I love this guy, man. I know you do. I love him. And I he's playing the great. He Their too. team's great. Uh, I'm on board with this Dallas Star squad. 
Did you see uh, Robertson score that goal last night and Chief on the bench go? That was nice. <laughs> Chief goes, man, I can't skate. I couldn't skate like that back in the day. No, he came in like he came, He's blocks sick. a shot in his own zone. And him and Jamie Ben, they've been one two punch. And we'll talk about Rope Hints fucking in a second. Uh, Robertson skates the length of the ice, gets a, gets uh, the D's putting the stick on him, buddy. He goes far side shelf like no one's business. When you got Jamie Ben playing like he's 28, and you got this Robertson who's a young player, you know he's on his base Sagan's his bridge deal. Great. Sagan's back playing playing well. Heiskanen's been great. Great getting goal great goaltending. Been good. Dallas is a. You want Dallas to be a good team? I do. I like their veterans. I want them to be a good squad. So Jamie we got to go. We got to go in the new year and watch a game with Billy Quinn and, and, and that whole just taking the whole Dallas thing. You know, yeah. fellow tour to Dallas. Fellow tour to Dallas. I'd like to see him go back to the. Remember the old black jerseys when Mikey Moe played the black jersey where it just said stars and gold, and it was dark green. Ludwig yeah, yeah. blocking shots yeah. and fucking Mikey Moe and guys. <laughs> go off with a chew in, smoking a dart. Yeah, like I like those old school jerseys. I don't know the yeah, green Brent ones. Hall just why do they wear the green ones? Is that like a green that's like supposed uh, yeah, to something yeah, with Dallas? It's the Green Mile that yeah. they're on. Okay, uh, an American Airlines Center. Like there's a lot of. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's a reason for it, though. It's called something green. Yeah, you remember the tweet I put out there? Well, just because you were wearing it. Yeah, yeah. You, you said something about it. Yeah. But, but they're in a losing streak. You're like, hey, I know someone that can help you out with that something green jersey. You, you did tweet it's about it. It's called something like that. I forget. You want to look it up real yeah. quick? Here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's look it up real quick. And I'm going to go on to another on this guy, Fox, is a kid that, you know, you talk about Tage Thompson making you look bad. Jack Hughes is making me look bad on the ice. He's playing unbelievable. The Devils, we're going to get into your little same game parlay here again, but I'm going to say Jack Hughes' interviews, they fuck up, dog. They fuck. They do, huh? Yeah. I mean, the nine-game heater he started off with, then, you know, they played back-to-back there night, and the guy's like, are you, you know, he's like, no, nah, we're just, what are you going to do? He goes, what are you going to do between the periods? He's like, oh, we're just going to go in there, chill, get a little gato in us, and we'll be, we'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this kid's an he's absolute a, yeah, beauty. He's so. a beauty. I think he's playing great. He's proven me wrong. He's proven that he deserves that contract that they yeah, gave him. You're right. And his interviews, they fuck up. Though. He's swagging. Do we got the Dallas name? Yeah. Right? So what I just, uh, yeah, this was the tweet. Quoted. Yeah. Hey, Dallas Stars. I know a guy who's fired up and ready to get you guys out of that one and seven funk you're in. He's 2-0 and wearing victory green. Victory green. That's what it is. With a highlight winner. Highlight game winner. <laughs> Who needs Isaiah, an agent? My last Who needs an agent with a, with a tweet like that? I mean, it had forty five hundred likes. Victory Green. Victory Green is what they call it. I'll, I'll still say it again. I've said it. I, I can't believe they released you when they did. I watched you play that game, but I think they should fucking get rid of the Victory Green and go back to the old black and gold. But it just says stars. I just remember. I just remember that. Like, yeah. and then it said Dallas down their pants. Those totally. were those were good. So, Jamie Ben, Jack Hughes's interviews. They both fuck. Speaking about doing some fucking the up dog. Same game parlay last night. I believe it was plus 450. You took first period over. Is it single game parlay? What is that? Same game parlay. I always called it. I fucked it up before. Yeah. Same game parlay. You took the Devils to win, Jack Hughes to score, and the first period over. You hit it for plus 450. That's not bad. That's your third same gamer. That's your third parlay you've hit this year. Third or fourth. I, yeah, I like it. I'm feeling hot. And yesterday, it was kind of the game of the night, you know? You, yeah, I watched it. It was a great game. Devils. Rangers. Devils are fast. They're fast. They're they young. Are. They're fast. The Rangers. Their goaltender's great. The Rangers. And old Lindsay, babe. Lindy Ruff has been yeah. 
he's been dialed in. He's got the boys fired up. Do you think Fox should maybe get on the ladder for the foot speed a little bit? Or what? like, I'm going to sit here and chirp a Norris trophy winner, but I'm going to maybe chirp a Norris trophy winner. Maybe get he's the fucking feet going so a bit. No? silky though, right? Yeah. I think so. He can stick handle in a phone booth, boy, dialing out. I'm talking about when he was trying to defend those boys that were scooting around there last night. Yeah, he's not going to be able to do that until he's 35. That but. Nico, he sure got absolutely fucking drilled by Chris Kreider. What oh, a great Truba hit. Tried to what knock his a head great off, hit. Too. He had his head down and Kreider just came across <laughs> and fucking drilled him. It was unbelievable. That Kreider's a beast. Fox with the puck is unbelievable. I'm not going to sit here. Guy's got a Norris Trophy winner. He's 100 times better than I am. But when I watch him play against a team like that last night, to me, his foot speed looks a little bit like... See, I think that's what they're trying to address to get out of, like, you know, they realize they go up in the playoffs against these teams. They need more speed. Yeah. You know, they, they're trying to add their, obviously, their young player to fill Rebo's spot, but they they probably need to match speed. They probably think they're a little slow. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, I mean, I think Fox played 28 minutes last night. Settle down, Rangers fans. <laughs> I'm just nitpicking here, here. But if you're trying to win a Stanley Cup and he's your top guy... And you got Devils and these young teams now that are, you know, a lot quicker. It was just something I noticed in last night's game. But he did make some great plays with the puck that he was just, you know, in and out. But um, so Updog, stay hot on the same game parlays. Yeah, stay hot. Wow, well, maybe and, fire one in here for tonight. Yeah, check him out at DraftKings. You can see him at the DraftKings, uh, the sportsbook app, Updog. Um, yeah, I was watching the game. I'm like, oh, he's going to hit this fucking thing. The goal was kind of <laughs> well, full. The goal yeah, was kind of full. Too. Yeah. He had a breakaway and he kind of fanned on it. He went 5 all. I'm like, Updog's going to win this fucking yeah. bet. Let's so, go, baby. Congratulations. Uh, back up the Brinks truck. You mentioned it. Uh, another guy, Rope Hints. Uh, he can skate like the wind. Yeah. I'm telling you. He's eight one of years, the best, fastest skaters I've ever seen. Eight years, 64 bananas. I sit here and usually chirp guys about, I think this is a great signing. Yeah, I, think I think everything so. you just said, the way he skates, the way he moves, his size, his ability to shoot the puck, the way he goes to the net. I think this is a great contract for him. I think he, just to add on to that, you're exactly right. But I think he's learned from a lot of great pros in the organization that he can carry this on. He's a good kid. He obviously like follows, basically follows like, you know, the right way to play. Um, he's a big guy. He's not going to get like pushed around or hurt. So I think it's a, I think it's a smart business play. Tom Gallardi. Well done. Well used money. Yeah, it's a great deal. Back up the Brinks truck. Kids getting paid. Imagine eight years, 64 bananas playing Six, Big D. Hey, Billy Quinn, I'd get me impressed in trails, but yeah, I'll totally. tear up with well, you. Welcome. That's a 10-year wait list uh, there. I move me up the list here. I just got, <laughs> I'm going to be... Well, it's Brinks, Preston's, Preston's a 10-year wait list. It's perfect. I know. I played golf with Kurt Olsen. I'm like, you got a membership in Dallas yet? He's like, I can't fucking get in anywhere. <laughs> I'm like, what? You can't get a membership anywhere? He's like, no, I can't get anywhere. Everyone's moving there from California. I'm like, holy fuck. That's funny. Um, rumor mill, our boy Broadway, Jimmy Scoops. Hey, love you, buddy. Uh, I, I'm going to give it to the Chicklets boys. I heard it on their social media. They were talking about Patty Kane going to the Boston Bruins. Of course they were. They're Boston-based Yeah, podcasts. Grinelli, that fucking homer. Yeah. Hey, Grinelli, yeah, a podcast. fucking little homer. Um, Come on. You think he wants lobster rolls and, and Guinness? <laughs> I mean, he might. Guinness is a good beer. I think he wouldn't mind playing that second Old line Boston with Craig. Imagine him on that second line with Krejci, though. Yeah. I mean, it would be a great spot. Fuck. Original six. Like, it's a good, it'd be a good spot for him. Fuck. But, yeah. I don't know. Does Boston get him? I don't know. Bring him I on mean, the West it, Coast. Dang. Does he want to go? Yeah, he's going to want to go. You think? Or does it he want? It sucks losing. <sighs> and he gets a chance to win again. And it might be for a couple of years, right? Like, obviously, he goes, it's going to be. I think it's going to be somewhere where he he says, I got this year and next year to really like go at it with this team. Does it mean as much to him as it did to like our boy Getzlaff to play for one team? Right? Does it mean that much to him? Like he's got three cups, right? Kane has got three. He's got three. You know, does he need, does he want to go chase another one? Yeah, I, I don't know. 
I don't have any cups. I'd go anywhere to chase a cup. Look at the way he plays and the way he acts when he scores. I think he does. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is his body healthy? He looks healthy. He, he doesn't looks- miss many games, does he? No. So I, well, I mean, he does, he doesn't I'm hit, not going to answer for Patty Kane, but I think he's a, he's a winner. Like he wants to win. Yeah. He doesn't hit anyone and nobody can hit him. So yeah. he doesn't get fucking hurt for you. I mean, when he gets the pocket, just like, I, I know it's fun hockey. He would look weird not being in a Blackhawks uniform though. Right. Like would it not be, I think he'd look good. at probably anywhere he goes. That I style. Long Island, man. I can't believe I'm saying it. Long Island. I think that would be a might great be fit. a tough look. New barn. Yeah. But the way, the way they want him to play D. Yeah. It's I, not perfect. I think they probably just throw, hey, Patty, play whatever we want. Play whatever we want. I think... Uh, Barzell throwing him little backhand saucies and I right back New to York, him. I think New York. I think... Rangers? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I just don't know how good the Rangers are. Ups. I, I was pumping their tires early on in the season to you on this podcast, and now I watch them play, and they look like a completely different team to me. They had moments last night where they had some good pushes against the Devils, but for the course of the game, I thought the Devils were their team. Imagine him, Drysaddle, and McDavid on the line. <laughs> he's not going there. <laughs> that I will fucking guarantee you. He's not going to Edmonton. There's Blues? no chance. Blues, Blues don't get him now. No. I don't think he'd want to. Yeah, I don't think he'd go there. He hates the Blues probably, doesn't he? By the way, did you see the Scott Darling uh, last week? Yeah, you let him have it, huh? You let him have it. The fuck it was What'd you say? Darling. There's only one. What was your tweet? I go, hey Scott, there's only one darling in St. Louis, but and that was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peeler loved it. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. I mean, who's you and Peeler are fucking blues homers too? Hey Peeler, I'm calling you out. You fucking blues homer. <laughs> hey, you're a homer, Peeler. You're damn right. Blues are 11 and 11. What do you think? Um, I think they're all right. They're all right. I think they're going to be fine. They're hanging tough. I think there's a couple moves to be made, but I think they'll be fine. Yeah. I agree. Patty Kane, I don't know, up dog. It must be nice for him to sit back and just, you know, see where he wants to go. So uh, curfew calls, baby. Curfew calls. Uh, up dog, you, you're the better reader. Uh, and you got, you know what? I, I got a new job for you. You should call Jerry Johansson, see if you can get some voiceover. Jerry Joe, yeah. Voiceover jobs. Really? Yeah. Kevin Conley said it was the best job he ever had, being the voiceover best buy guy. I know. But Maybe they knew could, his voice too, right? And he's, well, I'll give it a couple years here, buddy. Give it a couple years. I'll put here. it out there. Curfew calls, fella. Curfew Voice calls. Mode. Okay, this is from John Schlett. Schletzky. Schletzky. Did he get a 6 out of 10 rating? Anyone see what he looks like? Or Do you see <laughs> I that? I think that's the date, isn't it, Maxie? <laughs> no, is that that's, the- that's my rating scale for how I decide like which ones we're going to pick and which ones oh, we don't. Oh, look at that. Oh. Okay, we got a rating scale. Oh, six, was I supposed to give that away? No, no I'll tell you what, I'm talking nothing wrong with a six. Okay, so eight. Johnny, you got a 6 out of 10 in Max's book here on this one. But, hey, Johnny, uh, nothing wrong, who's the, counting? Nothing who's wrong counting? with a 6 on the road, Johnny. Nothing wrong with a 6 on the road, fella. He goes, I grew up in the Pacific Northwest watching the Portland Winterhawks and the Camus Blazers battle. Solid men's league backup now, though. Question for the fellas. When you have a scrap in a national league, or when you have a scrap in the national league and your bucket was knocked off, it can't be not Nash. It cannot be national league to remove it yourself on the way to the box. No, I hear what he's saying. So if my helmet doesn't go off, um, then you rip it off on the way to the box. Well, I've taken it off and you fucking spin, spin it. it. Yeah, fucking spin you it. You spin it, which is a meat stick move, which Brian Burke lit me up for a few times in my career. Um, yeah, you can you could take your bucket you off. Totally. You take your bucket you're off. Not, well, first of all, I don't know if he knows this rule, but you're not allowed to take your bucket off before a fight. No, you're not. But back in the back day, in the when, day when he and I and you and you know the men back in the day, you know, you used to take your bucket off when you fought. Yeah. So you didn't break the you know, break your hand on the guy's visor or whatever, yeah. cut your hand up. Um now you can't, or you're actually just dis- fucking disqualified. I think the lines would jump right in, right? If you take the bucket off. So yes, if your helmet stays on after the fight. You can rip it off. 
Launch. Well, I'll tell you. What's how you say his last name? Schletzley? No, that's not right. Schleck. Schlecky. Schletz. This is what you do because usually your helmet's all fucked up after fight, even if it doesn't fall off. It's this, your chin strap. So you just take it off while you go to the box. And if you dust the guy real good, then you just undo your chin strap when you go to the yeah. box, right? I fucking dusted them, boys. What are you looking at? But your helmet's usually fucked up. So you take it off, let the liney pick it up, do your fix your hair a bit, look at the crowd. Hopefully it gets you laid. So yeah, you do take your bucket off. It is national. I league. actually, this is funny, but I, in a line brawl one time in, uh, uh, we were in Moose Jaw. Moose Our whole team was hurt, but uh, it was basically one fight after another. So I line up out there, Nathan Page, who was my teammate at under 18s. And then D-Man, like great, great player. He's looking at me. He's like, we're going. I'm like, yeah. So I take my bucket off and I start throwing the hair back before the fight. Smart. Right. Get it yeah. out of the face. Look so good I put too. the mouth guard in, make sure the mouth guard was in and do the hair back. <laughs> and we had a little tussle. Eh? It was a good time. Um, all right. When, Good question. It's a good question, but to answer your question, John, yeah, you can take your own bucket off. Don't spin it like I did as a meathead because GMs and coaches don't love it, but take it off, fix the hair. After all, we're out there trying to get laid. That's what we're playing the game. So, uh, Oshawa Wolf, you want want to write it? You want to read this one? It's a a fucking, it's a two-parter. Fellas. You got 8 out of 10, by the way. Oshawa Wolf back again with another missing curfew. Two-part question. And to answer Obi's question from episode 125, have we done 125 episodes? We've done more than that, I think. Wow. Yes, I am from Oshawa, he says. Or as Obi calls it, the dirty, dirty Shaw. Schwa. The Schwa. Yeah, the dirty, dirty Schwa. Question one. Every NHL team usually has a few on-ice leaders that all young players look up to. When you were both fresh-faced rookies and experiencing road trips for the first time, who were your favorite off-ice leaders for a night out on the town? <sighs> Great question. You go first. Off ice leaders, <sighs> I was kind of lead myself. I got to be honest with you, but um, where was this again? It I'm, was in Anaheim. Anaheim. I'm going to say, you know, we had such a great team. I'm going to say Sean O'Donnell. Sean O'Donnell, um, yeah, he 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 took me some places my rookie year under his wing. Where hey kid, let's go for dinner, let's go for a couple beers, but we're going to be back at the hotel at a decent hour. You don't need to be out running the roads all hours of the night. So early on in my Young career, it was Odie. He'd take me for a nice dinner, go to one of his favorite places he went to, and I was home for curfew. Nice. Which didn't last very long after that. Cause and then other than that, it was me, Corey Perry, Dustin Penner, and we were just hard charging. I like uh my roommate back in my first year was uh Jason Beef York. Wow. Beef Yorkie. <laughs> Yorkie. He was a beauty man. This guy he liked the road like more than anyone. So it was him. I like to go out with Clark Willem was a beauty. Played hard. Yeah, played hard. Brought me to a few, you know, underground spots. Yeah, in sneaky, sneaky veteran places. Um, Hartsey was great to go on the road with. What do you we call him, Bird spot. Dog? Bird Dog. You know what I'm talking about. I got to give dog. a shout out to my first NHL roommate too, Ian Moran. He's my first roommate. Drop the bags, open the mini bar. Here's a beer kid. So I got to give him some credit too. He didn't go out much. He was more of a, like I said, open the mini bar, catch a buzz, go to dinner, shut her down. But he's my first roommate, Ian Moran. Great dude. Question two, Sky Sports used to do a feature where they would ask premiership football players, premiership football players, questions about their teammates, best dresser, worst taste in music, etc. The last question always used to make me laugh. Can you both recall which teammate in your career was the longest in the shower? If you know what I mean. Oh, long dog silver. Long dog silver. <laughs> I know it wasn't me. I know it wasn't me. I don't know who it was, but I know I wasn't leading that oh, category. Longest in the shower. Yeah. Who had the biggest wrench? Oh, I mean, 
I think we talked about this a few times <laughs> on here already. I mean, I just know the guy that you guys all used to talk about, right? Cartsy had the biggest Cartsy. wrench. Yeah. That's that's who I always heard had the biggest wrench going around. Jimmy Mac. Yes, I heard him too. It was yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'll tell you what, and all the guys I play with in Finland, they all had ropes. I don't know what the fuck reason yeah, was. Switzerland why. too. They all just had ropes. I was like, Jesus, something boys. in the water over, over I don't know, but I was like fluffing it up a little bit before I got in there. Hey, but, you uh, wouldn't even stand a chance, so <laughs> you're not even coming close. I'll scrape the sides, eh, but I'll <laughs> scrape the sides, fellas. So, Maxi, ah, do, do we have a curfew call or is that? We got a couple calls, yeah. Here's okay. the first one here. Uh, second time caller here. Fellas, RJ Park here. You might know me as banging nine <laughs> lines as RJ Parle. Now the joke in the dressing room is every time we get in one, RJ Parle's out. Well, anyways, tonight, RJ Parle's out. Uh, I got a little story here, so... I got a buddy who's an absolute 10, just a stud, a man missile. And uh, one day we're at the bar and he went to go put his arm around a girl and absolutely hit her right in the fucking snout. And I was like, that's game over. But he recovered pretty well. He did good for himself. So my question is, have you guys ever had uh, a guy who's just an absolute beauty, but absolutely zero <laughs> wheels? Thanks, fellas. Let me know. Absolute the zero, zero wheel wheels. Um... I didn't hang around many guys that didn't have zero. No, like, no, you know, no. I, they didn't I, fit the, they didn't fit them all. I was a team guy, but when I had my chances to go on the road, like I grabbed my one guy and I went, like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be, I wasn't the guy that said, Hey, let's have the whole team come out. I know you were more of that guy to me when the game was over and I had a night to go mix it. I needed one or two guys. Let's fucking go and let's get in one and see what we can get our paws on. Um, <laughs> I will say one of the worst displays I've ever seen, and this guy just won a Stanley Cup. Eric Johnson at a rookie party at um, Teddy's in the Roosevelt. He was doing this dance move where he was like backing girls in, and, and I just kind of went over to him. And I said, fella, less is more here. Just kind of sit down in the corner. I know you're all excited. So Eric Johnson was probably one of the worst displays I've seen. Sorry, EJ. I love you, buddy. I know you matured, and you just won a Stanley Cup, and you're, uh, but it was a tough outing at Teddy's. It was a tough outing. It's so funny you remember that. It's hard to forget. Yeah, that's it's hard true. to forget. That's though. true. I, uh, you know, there's it's, everyone has their different style, different game. <laughs> you know, the ones that just smile and sit back. We, I don't need to name names, but you know, you just say something. You know, it's always nice when you, you add to the. You know, you add to the process other than just sitting there and smiling. I would say it's my boy, Stu Bickle in San Diego. I told him that. I'm like, Bix, you're so good looking that you don't even have to talk. Yeah. All right. Just, sit, that just sit here and look like fucking a poor man's Tom Brady. And it's going to, you know, things will fall on our lap here. So yeah, but Bix, just, Bix guess, just had to sit yeah. there and smile and girls loved him. Yeah. Uh, he was he was good looking. That's powerful. Yeah. Some right. guys got it. You know, some guys got it all for not. Is there anyone that had just square? There's a couple of guys I can think of, but I don't want to sewer them here. Yeah. It's, we're not here to sewer anybody. Yeah, we're not here to sewer anybody. Square so. wheels. Um, What's the next one, Matt? Yeah, next one, please. We got another one here. What's up, boys? It's uh, Cole from Minnesota. Well, Saturday grind going on here. in some overtime before I go home and fire away in a few cocktails, a few nose gears. Uh, <laughs> up had a question about Peter Nedved. I uh, heard a story on another podcast that uh, he walked past his hotel room and he was just going to pound town on someone, getting a little pregame kill. I'm sure you might know something about that. And, uh, yeah, kind of wanted you to touch on that. It would be a great story to hear. Thanks, uh, boys, on the pod. And Upshaw and the Philly Flyers, shout out to Gina Love. What was that guy. beauty's name? That was Cole from Minnesota. Cole, you're a fucking beauty. Text, text me if you're ever in Newport, bud. 
So if he's... What was he saying? Neve was getting one yeah, out before yeah, the game. Like, yeah, if he's hearing the same story I did, um, it wasn't me who walked past the room. But, um, you yeah, know, pregame, not pregame skate, you're going to the first bus. Early bus. I was never an early an bus hour guy. Bef- hour before the second bus. Yeah. Um, you know, the rumor was that they walked past his room and they just... You know, you're obviously like, wow, that's Ned's room right there. You, just, you, know, you hear this going to town. In fact, Bob Mennery just tweeted something yesterday. I saw it was pretty funny. But I'm sure that's happened to you too, because that's happened to me throughout my career, right? You just here, but like not right before the match. Not right before the match, but you go in the next day, they're like, what room are you in? <laughs> I was like, ah, 409, bud. Why? Like, holy fuck, keep her down over there. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm sure that's happened to you. Thin. And they always put us on the same floor. I always wondered why they put us all on the same floor, right? Spread us out a little bit here, especially yeah, if you're camaraderie. Well, you're trying to sneak in. You're like, I guess that's what I was thinking. I'm missing curfew. I'm trying to get in. There's fucking 20 guys standing on my floor. You always want to know where the coach was standing. Right? You do, what yeah. floor was the coach on? Yeah, yeah. Don't ever, you know, get that banged up that you're going missing. You're losing your room key and having to get another one and accidentally knocking on your coach's door. That's happened before <laughs> to a few guys. So Nedved liked to get the legs going even before the first bus there. Get a little. Just, you know. Talk about. Go to the game light. Fuck, I don't think I could fucking then go play. In fact, I know I couldn't. Just not in your. Well, I did it a couple times when you know my, when out. I was in Calgary, my girlfriend at the time would come up and I would try to get through a pregame nap without doing it, and then sure enough, I couldn't. Lucky I only played six minutes because I go for warm up. I was like, "Fuck, I am just got no jump." What I, if you like weren't in a? Well, what if you were like kind of struggling, you're in a little bit of a slump, and you needed to like you know do something different? Would that be one of them that you do? Like I probably would have tried to go out for a slump buster the night before, right? If so I'm, so if I'm playing before. bad, I'm trying. I'll go out the night before, try to get one done, get a good night's sleep. Here we what go. What happens if like? You know, there was, say the, the one <laughs> girl that you had lined up, just, you know, she couldn't make it the night before, but she had an open afternoon and it was before the game. Would you, <laughs> or would you turn it down? Cause no, you're like, I no, I'm a fucking, professional. I wouldn't probably turn it down. No, no, no. I, I know you. I you wouldn't turn it down. I wouldn't turn it down. But you turn. might be late for the guy, for the game. <laughs> I wouldn't be on the first bus. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I wouldn't be on the great. second bus. So curfew calls up dog. Love it. Love the boys calling in there. Oh, of course. Of course. It's great. A couple, couple stories. Beauties. Second asking. time callers. <laughs> Long time listener, second time caller now instead of first time <laughs> caller. But uh, speaking of first times here, up dog, big news I'm missing, Kirk, wow. fella. Wow, huge. Something that me and you have talked about since, I don't know, probably our 30th episode of, you know, doing the show. It'd be some, it'd be fun to do, you know, a men's league tournament, we thought, right? Like, how could we do it? Yeah, well, we've spitballed a bunch of we ideas. spitballed a bunch of ideas, and we've come up with one. We sure have. It's called the Missing Curfew Cup. Um, it's going to be March 23rd to the 26th in one of our favorite cities up dog. Where's it going to be? Las Vegas, baby. Wow. I can't believe Las Vegas. Another reason to go to Vegas. I don't know if it's, it's not good for my wallet and it's not good for my lifestyle, but man, it's going to be fun. Uppy. It's going to be fun. Share some of this excitement, fella. It's going to be at city national arena, the practice, the official practice facility of the Vegas golden Knights up dog. It's national league, two pads bar upstairs, it's a sick, sick venue. Professional dressing rooms. I mean, you're, you're getting dressed and leaving your gear at the thing. We got 16 total teams. We're going to do two different. Um, two divisions. Two divisions. One's the National League division for you boys that want to spice it up. Yeah. For you guys like that think you're the National Leaguers, let us know. Leaguer. And then uh, we're going to call the other one what? Just the Jungle. The Jungle Just League. Just the Jungle. I've played in both leagues, the National League and the Jungle. Um, eight teams in both divisions, like you said, up dog. Four-on-four four format, which the updog, um, you love that four-on-four four hockey, baby. So yeah, it's, gonna be it's four a little extra four. time with the puck on your stick, eh? Not so much uh, not so much grinding out there. Yeah, a little turns back, yeah. turn back. Get some open ice. 12 players on your team. 
and this is important for you boys out there, three 15-minute running clock periods, stoppage with the last two minutes of each period, and another little rule that the updog came up with, penalties will be? Penalty shots. Love it. What else? Love it. All games will be streamed on Live Barn. NHL Network coverage of the event, updog. Buddy, she's a National she's League setup. She's a National setup. League setup. She's a National League setup. Five games guaranteed. Puck drop schedule party will be Thursday, March 23rd. There'll be a shaker on Saturday, the throwdown party, Saturday, March 25th. Like you said, full laundry service. Pick your gear up at the airport. Keep your gear in the room. On-site trainers up, dog. Massage, everything. Everything. And then for you boys like me, that after a match, you want to just put the feet up, there will be an on-site player's lounge with food and beverages, TVs. March Madness will be going on. Uh, it's right beside the bar. Um, March get, Madness going on in Vegas. In Vegas. It's in the Vegas. Sweet 16, baby. Team swag bag. Every team member will be, will get uh, warm-up shells, socks, a jersey, and more. Right, up, dog? Yeah, buddy. It's uh, We're excited. This is a full-on. What this is is a professional tournament. This is professional, boys. And I'm it's telling the you. inaugural one. It's going to be. You yeah. don't want to miss it. I'm telling you, me and Oppie have talked about it a long time. You know how we talk about National League stuff. We got our boy A-Hall that's run the NBA Summer League in Vegas who is dialed. Hall Pass Media will be there. Everything will be shot. There will be National Leaguers in attendance. Lupul has already confirmed. Uh, there'll be many more boys hanging out. It's in Vegas. It's going to be National League up dog. So your team registration application will be available on uh, a new website that we just have, missincurfewcup.com. That's M-I-S-S-I-N curfewcup.com yeah well said and there will be an MVP for on the ice and more importantly there will be an MVP off the or ice. off the ice missing curfew cup up dog I'm excited about it um it's gonna be national league buddy so great sure show is. sure is great show good stuff in it uh studio looks great yeah, Max boys, and Binger. Hey, Binger, yeah hell great of a job, job boys great job fellas look at that stocking you had reindeer coming out of there look at that guy I like that it's Canadian moose you already got your Christmas tree haven't you were up at seven fucking you are just a crazy animal sometimes I got you're up new, at yeah. seven o'clock getting your Christmas tree yeah, on they Black only Friday? had 13 of the uh silver first silver tips <laughs> so I got a silver tip nine footer She's already got all the lights on. I'll do yourself a favor. Bring your beautiful daughter over to the Bay Club and let her walk through the lobby right now if you want to see. Oh, it's nice, eh? There's a gingerbread house that's bigger than my house that took the guy 30 hours to make. Wow. I mean, the Balboa Bay Club. Bring Izzy over. We'll take her for a walk yeah, through the there. Yeah, the Christmas party's coming up there. CDM Christmas walks this Sunday. This in, Sunday? In Corona Del Mar. So, uh, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. How are you? How are you? But uh, <laughs> studio looks great. Up awesome. dog. Awesome time. That was Missing Curfew. Bella. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.